You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Okay, everyone, welcome back to MC Exodus. So I wanted to get started. Um, Losing self-control. How hard is this? You know, you go through life. And we as Christians are always expected to be perfect from non-believers. It's just this way that, you know, this conception that the world has given everyone that, oh, we're to be perfect just because of the way that we proclaim that we, we proclaim the gospel. We, we proclaim that we're Christians but let's think about it. You know, we're human and we fall and we learn and we make mistakes and we get back up and we pray and we count on our Lord and Savior to redeem us, to to show us what we did in our faults. But non-believers do not understand that that sanctification process and it's not overnight it's not you know this oh snap my fingers I found the Lord now I am perfect no it is a pruning process it is a purification process it's the trimming of the branches it's getting all of the dead off of you it is a lot of work and dedication and obedience and a lot of us don't have that and a lot of us have to learn obedience it's that's that's another thing you know you know following Jesus is about obedience you know and a lot of non-believers don't want to obey they don't want to say oh I don't want to obey like what is that like a rules like you need me to do things yes it's not about works being saved But that doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything either. I mean, if you want to change and you want to have a different life and you want you want the light to show through through yourself and through to other people. Then it's it's a learning process. It's it's getting in the word of God. It's it's learning the Lord. It's following God's word. You know, everybody doesn't even want to read the Bible. You know, and it's the Bible is not just a storybook. It is it is how to live as well. There's a lot of wisdom in that in that book. There's a lot of of learning in that book to where if you actually live it, then you're gonna see some different things that happen in your life. You know, anger was a downfall for me and to this day you know, I can trip and fall. You know, I was also addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, I have lived a very sinful life. And the, the sanctification process, it took a little while. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Am I made perfect in, in Jesus through the faith in Jesus, yes, I am. 
Yes, through God's grace, I am made more like Christ. And do I have to have an attitude of Christ? Most definitely. But there's going to be times when we trip and fall. There's going to be times when the devil comes in with a fiery arrow and you didn't see it coming and bam. You know, and then do you learn from that? Or do you just keep on falling in it over and over and over? You know, the biggest lesson I've learned about losing self-control is we always try to do everything ourselves. We always try to be this perfect person and forget that we cannot do anything without the Lord. You know, and he's sitting there waiting for us to wake up and say, hey, I'm right here, you know, but you you, you keep on wanting to do everything yourself. You keep on wanting to, you like, think that you're God, that you can do it. So go ahead. Give it your best shot. Let's see what, let's see what you come up with. And then we fall and fail. But, you know, he is a gracious father, a loving father, and a forgiving father. Is this a license to sin that I'm telling you, that I'm giving you? Absolutely not. This is not what I'm talking about. But he is there to help us, not to hinder us, hurt us, or condemn us, unless we reject him. Unless we turn our back on him, backslide into eternity reject him and that is when you'll see condemnation that is when he condemns it is by our choice to not follow him to not follow his ways to not get convicted when we sin to not feel any guilt when we sin I'm going to tell you right now if you feel bad when you sin and you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit. Because he's giving you, he's giving you that conviction. He's giving you that. So think about that. If you feel bad, like really grieved, like, oh, shouldn't have done that. What am I going to do? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit driving you to reconcile the situation. That's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, you need to go and apologize. You need to go and apologize for your rash behavior. Get over there and handle it. You know, if you have a chance to steal from someone and no one would even know. And there was just this, the temptation is just in your face and you could do something like that that quick. And then the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Do not do that. You do not need to do that. You do not need that. Stop. Rethink this. That's the Holy Spirit. You know, you can engage in telling someone off. Or you can take it. You can take it from them. You know, and I'm guilty of that one myself. You know, somebody's getting rude with me and I 
rise up wanting to overpower them. I'm guilty of that. That has happened a few times in my life. Am I learning from it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Am I trying to be better and get around that? Yes. Yes. So losing self-control. You know, it could be with anything. It could be with pornography. You go and you see something and then you go down this rabbit hole and it's like you can't get out of it. And there's so many men are guilty of it. So many men practice it and then they're shameful. So many men have fallen down that trap. And the enemy sets it up. Look on social media. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's like women are on everything and they're portraying women in just this horribly unholy way. And it's terrible. It's terrible. Just because you got to think, like, back in the 50s, did you actually, like, really see stuff like that? You know, and then the 60s started rolling around and then... And then all of a sudden, here comes the 70s, and it's getting more and more prominent. 80s started rolling around. People just dressing ridiculous. Women just started dressing more and more skimpy. Until so now, fast forward to today, and we have this culture that is like everywhere you go, it's women are dressed in a distasteful manner, and it's the norm. It's the norm. Men are dressed more feminine. Women are dressed less and less. I mean, every every year that goes by, there's less and less clothing being put on to go out of the home. You know, you go to church. Women are dressed the same way. You know, and, and it can be a downfall for, for a lustful man. It could be a stumbling block. The Bible says don't be a stumbling block. And, and you know what? That's a stumbling block. You know, men men trip and fall and stare and then a, a distasteful thought comes into their mind and then before you know it, they're sinning. And does a man repent every time that happens? Because it could happen 50 times a day. Losing self-control. What about you You made a vow not to quit drinking or to quit drinking and you go to a friend's apartment and they're having dinner and they, they're serving drinks and then all of a sudden you want to go ahead and tell them that you are quitting drinking but they're drinking so I guess it's okay for one night. Losing self-control. These are all things that happen on a daily basis. But it's through God that we are able to see this. It's through the Lord that we are able to, to, to retain that self-control. To persevere through it. Well, I mean, what about fasting? You know, you're, you're fasting for the Lord. You're trying to do these things. You're trying to make a holy fast for God. And you dedicated your fast for the Lord. But what happens? Here comes someone with a box of donuts. 
Here comes someone with some breakfast uh, burritos. Here comes someone with these things. And you don't want to seem rude. Do you break your fast? Do you break your promise to God? Or do you go ahead and indulge? Well, you know what? It's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow, Lord. Tomorrow, Lord. And it's always tomorrow for God, right? But when does God get some? When does God get that dedication that you should be giving him anyway? You know, and, and so many times... We fall into these traps. So many times we do. Self-control can come also with dealing with family members. There might be a person that in your family that you had a lot of problems forgiving. You know, you get around them and they're a trigger point. These type of things happen. And we always have to be prepared for that. That's why the Bible teaches us to forgive. That's why the Bible also says if you cannot forgive others, then how, how is God supposed to forgive you? So we have to be able to forgive people. That way, when we are around them, we have the self-control that we need to move forward. You know, what about friends that did you wrong and then one day you run into them? Are you going to lose your self-control? Because, why? They did you wrong, you hold a grudge, and now you see them, so you lost all your self-control, now you're having a terrible day, and you proclaim, I'm having a bad day. Or do we forgive, so that we can have the self-control we needed? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will give us self-control. So are we walking in the spirit or are we walking in ourselves? That's the question I have for you. And I think most of the time we're walking in flesh. Most of the time we're not relying on God. We're in, we're in self mode and we're rolling at a very fast pace. And we can't even see what's going on because we're rolling so fast. And we got to slow down sometimes, humble ourselves. We got to fast and pray. And we got to get back with God. <laughs> we got to start feeling Him again. We got to get that fresh oil in our lamp. We got to keep going for the Lord. And how do we do that? By having self control. Every time you want to eat a donut. Every time you want to self-indulge, every time you get that desire to drink, every time you get that desire to do some drugs, and you're a Christian, well, just remember that being a Christian also means being a follower of Christ, having the attitude of Christ. And when we have that attitude, that's... That's an attitude of prayer. That's an also an attitude of dedication. That's an also an attitude of obedience. And when we have these things, and all of it is aligned, and we're doing very well, you're going to see that self-control. You're going to see this obedience work at full pace. And I wanted to share this with you today because, you know, it's been on my mind. 
we all fall short of the glory of God. And in order to work at, a, at an everyday life, just to make it through this dark world, self-control is so vital. It's so important. So here's, a, here's your homework. Do a self-evaluation. Take a look at yourself and tell, tell the Lord that you have recognized your faults and ask the Father God, ask the Lord Jesus to heal you, to redeem you in those areas, to rise you up, to be a better you, a better Christian, a better wife, husband, daughter, son, the light in the darkness, the salt of the earth. If you like this episode, please share it. Get this message out there. And thank you for listening to MC Exodus Podcast.